Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Chai Spirits, guys. We got a, another full house for you today. Very exciting. To my right, I'm looking at Chai Spirits guy, Stephen. Hello, Stephen. Hello, everyone. Across the table, Chai Spirits guy, John. Hello, John. Hey, everybody. And then producer Jenny. Peace. There we go. Today, we are talking about a very exciting distillery out of South Florida. South Florida Distillers, um, located in Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale's oldest distillery. I feel like you're burying the lead here, yeah. My apologies. Yes, it is Fort Lauderdale's oldest distillery, which they were very quick to tell us when we, were, we visited the distillery recently. It's on their label. And what year did they open? 2014. Yep. <laughs> as, uh, as the guy we talked to said, hey, we were first, so we're running with it. <laughs> and I respected that. Yeah. It's a, Big fan. It's an opening market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is not a lie. They, were the, they are the oldest distillery in Fort Lauderdale. And uh, with great access to sugar cane in, the, in South Florida, they, they focused on rum, though they do make other things, which we'll get into. Uh, very interesting, this distillery, more so than most I've been to, like the smaller ones we've been to, they do a lot of contract work for a distillery I had not heard of until recently. Uh, they, they do a lot of, you know, you can, if you go on their website, they, have, they really make a big thing of it. Like if you have an idea for something you want to you wanna do... They will help you with it. Like if you are, if you want to distill, they'll let you use their stills. Yeah, they'll they'll help you make whatever you like. Like vodka is the cheapest to get into, and then from there, a variety of other things they can help you make, make labels for. You know, do whatever you want with it. They're like the Bardstown Bourbon Company of South Florida. That is sounds very reminiscent. Yeah, it is. It is pretty cool. And mm-hmm. uh, they started with a uh, a countertop thirteen gallon stainless steel uh, still. Um, that doesn't even sound legal. A countertop still. Well, it's it's on their website, so like I'm not spoiling any br- trade yeah, secrets yeah, yeah. here. Um, but yeah, and then they uh, you know, they brought this thing around, and uh, they they really focus on they saw the need for craft spirits incubator, so they tried to become that a place where uh, we could turn spirit dreams into reality. That's how they pitch it, which is pretty cool, honestly. Because it is, it's super cool. Um, they also offer which we did not partake in uh, because uh, Jenny's mom doesn't like gin. But uh, they offer a two-hour gin-making experience where they really deep dive into, like, all kinds of botanicals, and then they help you. Like, By the way, if it wasn't my mom's birthday, we would have made her deal with it anyway, but it was her birthday, so. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, so we, we did not go this time. <laughs> but uh, really, but we saw the setup, though, which was pretty cool. It was cool. It was very cool. Um, it was it was a very interesting experience walking in there. Um, it was quiet when we walked in, but we walked in, kind of took over the the bar top there, and the guy. You know, it's funny. Like we made the comment, like, "Oh, like we saw that you were South Florida's oldest distiller," and she, he was just like, "Yeah, <laughs> like no big deal." Yeah, <laughs> like he, like he kind of knew that it was a little bit of a, like a little bit funny to say, but like you know, he it owned was- it. He was like, "No, we are the oldest one," so deal with it <laughs> it was kind of fun it was cool yeah that is that is cute and they make a variety of products so we said a lot of rum and some cool rums we didn't uh get a sample of all of them but uh they do make a cool pineapple rum mm-hmm. that's made with like brushed pineapple I mean, we tasted is, most of these mm-hmm, but yeah i just cool. didn't get to bring them all home some gins they make a white whiskey they make a rye um and then they you know some other fun stuff how much did you guys get to try while you're sitting around there everything quite a bit a bit actually. I think we tried all of their stuff. Like they, like, what, what I'm fi- what I've found, and I'm sure, like it's not the few places that only the few places that we've been to is as soon as they realize we're going to buy bottles, they're like, try everything. We don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, they actually make a big thing of it that they don't they don't charge you. I don't know if this is like a legal thing, but they uh 
they don't charge you for anything in the tasting room as far as liquor. Like you can try everything you want. It's all on the house. Now they do. Yeah. They will charge you for uh, mixers. So if you're getting an old fashioned, they're going to charge you a few bucks for the um, the other ingredients. But the liquor is all complimentary. I wonder if they don't have like a on premise license. That would be my guess. Probably. Yeah. Probably. But uh, that's that's the way to you know get us to try stuff which we didn't have to pay for, which was very cool. Hey, I'm not complaining. And we still bought. Yeah, what we, four we, bottles? We, yeah, them, we brought so. back four bottles <laughs> so. with us. Legal loopholes are what keeps the spirits industry running. Oh, mm-hmm. and so many others. Yeah. And to be fair, this the industry is burdened by a lot of regulations. Some might say some. Yep. John just hates the burden of regulations. I didn't he, see he that. Always Cut that red that. tape, baby. I, I just I want to take a risk when I drink my whiskey. <laughs> I, I want to. No, I'm talking about like um, you know the three tiered system and some other things that people often. Uh, bemoan um, that's mm-hmm. has its highs and lows we can we could spend an entire episode discussing we always how, just like to set these and, up and i we feel will, like it would be a boring today. episode <laughs> we will but not today that's, that's an educational we'll the uh we'll the shy spirits ted talk yeah. warning you might learn something this episode <laughs> but uh yeah south florida stillers really cool tasting room for stuff you don't have to pay for yep and uh if you want to create your own spirit brand they have a, a link for that too so check that out we've got in for us i think four things to try today yep it's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. But first, quick word from our sponsor. And we're back. Uh, first off, we've got uh, a gin, a very <laughs> reasonable gin. Um, but no, we were pretty excited to buy a bottle because we wanted a bottle. Yes, like me and my brother both wanted one, so he, he made it happen. And on the nose, it smells like gin. It smells very like, lemony. Yeah, a lot of citrus on yeah. that nose. Citrus notes, it's my like, friends. I feel like it's like tropical. Yeah. Yep. Lemon, orange. That's those are the yeah. tropicals I'm getting. Some you sort know. of like almost like passion. Fruit. I don't know something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I know what passion fruit actually smells like, but mm. something unique like that. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of citrus. Like that potpourri is a good one just for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's something. I know that's it's on the flavor wheel, and I'm just like it's kind of a something in that. But direction. it is a contemporary or New World or mm-hmm. American or whatever you want to. It's not a London Dry, that's for sure. No, mm. no, yeah, no. It's got a lot of flavor to it. Yeah, and it, juniper and it, is not in the driver's seat. Nothing that I'm upset about, though. That's what Flo- that's Florida gin. Can you handle that? <laughs> Flor- I, I mean, I got my seatbelt on. I'm braced. Yeah, this is what we're doing. It's- when- the difference between like London gin, New World gin, like what would what cocktails would you make with a London gin versus that you wouldn't make? Uh, martini. So oh, okay. for me, a dry gin martini has to be a London dry. Steve took it right out of my mouth. There, that was the, exactly right. I did notice that you were mouthing that as he was mm-hmm. saying it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like you know what this would be really good in is a, a bramble. Yeah. With like that, like the dark fruit flavors, like the blackberry mm-hmm. Black, flavors yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That would be Maybe so a, uh, good. Because I think blackberry. Berry. Yeah, I think blackberry and lemon go mm-hmm. so good together. And that's a I, lot of what I get on I here. also think this would be great with a pink grapefruit tonic. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but wait, let's take a step back. What the fuck's a brandle, bramble? Bramble? It's yeah, a, what is that? Go ahead. No, no. You, you clearly have a, a good well, idea. Well, I, I mean... The bramble that I'm aware of, I don't know it as like a whole, but like the ones that I've had are like, they're with like a blackberry raspberry flavor with it Mm. and then like a lemon juice and usually some sort of bitters depending on, you know, whatever bar is making it. But, you know, like um, it is one of my favorite drinks. When you get a really good one, it mm -hmm. is so good. Sounds like a good summer drink. It is. You know what? You know what's funny, John, is the best bramble I've ever had was in... 
Florida in New Smyrna Beach. Mm. We went to world leader in shark attacks. Flagler Tavern. That's a stat right there. In the yeah. upstairs, like hidden, like whatever mm. area up mm-hmm. there. They had like the fancier bar up there, and they had the best bramble I have ever had in my life. But that's the only. That's really the only because place I know it from. Usually, it is blackberry <laughs> citrus. Like yeah. cocktail. Mm. If I can jump in with yep. uh, with Google. Yeah, please. Here. Uh, the Bramble, a cocktail created by Dick Bradsell in ni- 1980s London, uh, described as a spring cocktail. It brings together dry gin, lemon juice, sugar syrup, cream demure, or any kind of blackberry liqueur you can say. Yeah, blackberry, that. yeah. Um, and crushed ice. Also suggests, he also suggests finishing off the cocktail with some fresh red fruits and slice of lemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Love makes it sense. with like some fresh raspberries Ooh. on it. Oh like, my God, if you ever see a Bramble somewhere at like a really like reputable bar, like absolutely yeah. give it a try. It's so are, are good. Are there things that aren't improved by fresh raspberries? Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna, I don't know what pizza? they are. Pizza? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. you know Depends on the pizza. Touche. Touche. That's probably right. <laughs> I've had some dessert pizza. Dessert pizza? I haven't had those in forever. CeCe's pizza. That's exactly right. <laughs> the CeCe's pizza back in the day. We're they're, classy The pizza is right? even better than their price. Hey, we're, from, we're from Florida. All right. we, <laughs> At one point in time, we were not classy. So, you know, here we are. <laughs> anyway, they make some fun stuff. Yeah, this is, it's, this is great. I don't know if I like it more because I know that it's in a bottle without a label (laughs) and that he poured it out of a barrel and mixed water with it in front of you. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. What you said earlier was all allegedly too, right? Uh, Yes. That is all from a story we made up Mm -hmm. and definitely is not what actually happened. I think it was told to you by a troll. (laughs) Magic troll though. Under, under a bridge too. So that's that's how you know it's real. That's where they live. That's how you know it's real. Yeah. So next up, I'm going to get close to the mic here. Next up, we have got their their white rum, their Fuego rum. Jenny, do you remember what Fuego stood for? Nope. I, I don't either. I feel bad. I should have written, taken notes when we were there. It's, but it's, it's spelled... not spelled like fire in Spanish. It is. No, it's there's F- a no. W in there. Yeah, I, uh, you ever pass this to everybody else? Yeah. I feel like it was explained to me, but we drank a lot that day after the fact. So I uh, and before the fact, um, I've really got to start take, bringing a notepad. To, I will to share notes. that it is Fuego. So F. Way go so F W A Y G O. Fuego is like a music. Uh, Fuego extracts strive to provide the highest quality cannabis. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but it's, it's this is made from Florida molasses. Well, my ears perked up. All right, mm-hmm. <laughs> Florida molasses. Florida molasses. So you know, again, <laughs> uh, that Florida, that local Florida sugar cane making molasses. Ooh. Uh, smells super sweet. I have in my notes perfect for a mojito. Allegedly, so they do. They do say it's perfect for mojito. We'll be the judge of that. Smells good. It comes <clears throat> comes in at eighty proof. It definitely smells sweet. Yeah, but why is it allegedly? Why? Oh, well, why are we alleging that? Well, no, they say on their website it's perfect for mojito. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. After the gin, try. after the after the round of gin, it's like you you assume that everything is a little bit suspect. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow that that smells like an aged rum. That really is caramely. Ooh, that's quite good. Mm-hmm. It is quite good. I think it tastes less sweet than it smells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, the finish is um, mm-hmm. kind of dry. Some dryness. It's got a little. What is this? <clears throat> a little something in there. Let me try to take another taste here and get into it. What um, proof is that? Eighty. Eighty. Really? Yeah, it's got a nice bite to I it. I could have guessed higher. Yeah, and it's not in a bad way. No, 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 not at all. But I would like to cocktail with it for I, sure. Yeah, I want. Mm, I also like that you verbed cocktail. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I, I get some honey on it. It's definitely not the first time we've done that. Is it? I, I can honey? see that. Yeah. 
honey. Um, like there the is candy sweetness to it a little. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm trying. It's hard to identify the sweet, but honey. No, I I, is I agree. Sense. Mm. Like it tastes sweet, but there's it's well balanced. You know what? It's got like kind of a funkiness to it too. Yeah, there's just like a hint of that. It kind of reminds me of my, one of my favorite white rums, uh, Denizen, because it's got that mm. hint of funkiness to it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm not quite to that level, but where's Denizen from? Well, there, it's a blend of Jamaican. Could and Could it be Crumb. like mm. a peach? Maybe like I'm trying to figure out the fruit, the sweetness. Is it the pit of the peach? <laughs> it's like the essence of, the peach. essence of peach. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just the skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can see a little of that. There's a little bit yeah. of stone fruit ish. Mm-hmm. There. There's something sweet about it that's oh. fruity, and I can't place it mm-hmm. perfectly. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. there's. I think maybe some candy sweetness with some a little fruit in there too. But very, very, uh, mm-hmm. very nice. I can definitely see this in a mojito. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I really no, do want I a cocktail actually, with this. No, I agree that a mojito would be nice with this because you want a rum that, that is not overly sweet because you're adding more sweetness to it. Right. Um, and you don't want it to fight the mint. Like you want it to complement the mint. Right. And it's going to stand up to the mint. Yeah. Plenty. Yeah. Exactly. No, I think this would be very good for a mojito. What about a Mai Tai or a, is that, or a daiquiri? Like we put rum in those. I oh, think yeah. that it would be good for like most rum cocktails, honestly. Like I think that the Agreed. flavor of it will, um, the sweetness will, the sweet, the the well balancedness of it. That's really poorly said, but the like how well balanced it is will allow it to stand up for most. It's cocktails. kind of that old adage that uh, you can't have a good cocktail with a bad base. Yeah, it's and mm-hmm. I I think that this would work for a lot of different cocktails. Yeah, I would mess with that. No, I I wouldn't do a rum old fashioned. I was thinking that. Um, I wouldn't use this rum for um any kind of crossover cocktails. Mm-hmm. But I I do like this a lot for actual rum cocktails. Yeah, I, class, I the classics. Well designed uh, for that. Like a punch. Oh my god, punch would be great. Oh, I would punch. put this in a daiquiri all day. Yeah, mojito. Let uh, me ask you this: what's what's a bottle like that go for? Um, I, I forget what we paid for it. It wasn't that much. No, 30, I, I think it was like, 30s? like that's maybe thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in yeah, the thirties. That's reasonable. Punch. Which that seems, yeah. especially from like a smaller distillery, that seems like a. I think it a, costs a reasonable price for that. Like, yeah, from twenty to thirty bucks seems very reasonable for that. I don't think we paid any more for anything at this uh, distillery than like forty bucks. Yeah, I think the single barrel, which we're going to do next, was the most expensive thing we we picked up. Yeah, I agree. Um, and that might, that might have been case. fifty bucks. Yeah, maybe. Which, which you're always paying a little more for a single barrel at a place like that. Which oh, is, I mean, at any place, but usually craft they're pretty good. Thank you. But yeah, no, I like that rum for cocktailing. Steve's right. Yeah, no, it's it's great. All right, next up, we have got their single barrel Fuego rum. Mm-hmm. It's uh, aged in charred virgin American oak. So that's kind of interesting. That is very. You usually see like your know, expert barrels, whatever the case is, ex, some kind of ex barrel. This virgin American. That sounds expensive. New American oak. They they take their rum seriously. As the oldest distillery in the city. <laughs> and it's aged at least 12 months. I appreciate the minimum age statement. Not a not a requirement for rum, for rum no. but they're but like hey, they're you know they're, they're honest. Aged, especially in Florida, you know, 12 months goes a long way. It really does and, though in that well, climate. Like, yeah. It does. 12 yeah. of those months are really hot. Yeah. 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 It, it, and it comes <laughs> and in and it comes in at 90 proof, so a little bit more proof to it. 
than uh, your your average eighty. It smells lovely. I know that'll make John happy. Yeah. Now, do we know is this the same base? Like, is that? I, yes, I believe that is the the first one we tried and then aged for twelve months Love plus. It. It's we are in for a real treat, right? My initially, like on the nose, I get like butterscotch, like mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get a lot of barrel influence here, actually. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, get, I mean, again, that that Florida tropical climate does so much it's to so a barrel in right? twelve months. What are you thinking? John is thinking something. I was about to sneeze, that's all. I just oh. didn't know. <laughs> I'm impressed with say, your restraint. John had like his finger on his Ooh, like wee, mustache good. thinking like I thought he was gonna had something really like important to say. It's an old trick. <laughs> it that 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 really did age fast because that has that is so sm- more rounded out. You almost said like, smooth, you wanted to. I but. did, I didn't know. I saw myself. <laughs> but yeah, it's rounded out. The barrel influence is there. I get a little bit I definitely get the base rum underneath it, mm-hmm. but I get a little bit of that extra caramel, a little bit of extra vanilla. That that toffee or caramel vanilla, something is lingering in the finish that is just really nice. It is that that's that new oak, like it yeah. really it's like leached a, in mm, there like in a, a good way. It's like a toffee caramel hybrid there. That's uh, man, that's good. Only twelve. I can't believe it's only twelve months. Uh, it, that's call me crazy. Crazy. I kind of want to put this in a cup of coffee. Listen. Okay. I don't Possibly have... that bourbony coffee we were drinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Great idea, actually. This the level of sweetness um, is perfect for that. I think. Yeah, I I really think it would mm-hmm. sweeten it and you know give it a kick. I feel like I might be the unpopular vote here and think that I like this one better. You like the first uh, the unaged rum better? Yeah. I I think that is the minority position because I agree that this is an improvement on what mm-hmm. was already a very good unaged rum. Mm-hmm. Now this I, this I could put in a rum old fashion. Yes. Yeah. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, I will say though, to Jenny's point, the unaged has I would argue more tasting notes. There are like there it is very complex as it yep. is still very raw. It yeah. it has even I would even go so far as to say flaws. Yeah. That aren't necessarily a bad thing. Whereas this, like you said, is rounded out. It is yep. it is the end game of where this rum is going. Mm-hmm. Like they they nailed it. I don't know if I like which one better though. That's I don't know tough for me. Like well, as but I, I taste hear, this I hear one, what you're saying. I'm like I want to like I feel like I went into tasting this one, the the barrel aged one, um expecting it to be better and i feel like i'm falling a little bit short on that i feel like i like the unaged one a little bit better because of the cocktailing possibilities with it um that being said i don't dislike this it's just you know i just i'm i'm finding that i like the um the first one a little bit i think more. it makes sense that the people who uh kind of uh go towards bourbon liked the barrel aged one more and the people mm. Who you know tend to drink a broader variety of things. Although you, Parker, drink a lot of variety of stuff. Drink a lot of bourbon. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, no, I I definitely don't. I'm not upset about somebody saying they they prefer the the white rum of this because you're right. It it does have maybe a little more going on. I just like it's maybe two fewer flavor notes, but I like all of them Mm -hmm. in this aged rum exactly. And you know, I I just really like. I can I can drink this all day. I wouldn't be upset about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, we. I could hurt myself with that bottle. Now I think the former, the white rum would be better in a few rum cocktails. Though I like this better in our uh, like 
replacing other spirits with the cocktails, which you talk about. Mm-hmm. Like, again, like rum old fashioned, this would be great in that. I would not take the first one, though I'd prefer the first one in a mojito mm-hmm. or a, maybe a, or a, like a, many a other old school options. daiquiri. Like any other option. Yeah, yeah. like there's so many like, options. Like, what would be a cocktail where you would put an aged rum? I mean, I don't, I, other than like a rum old fashioned, I can't think of many. Uh, <clears throat> you know what? Uh, talk amongst yourselves for a moment. Well, rum, uh, rum Manhattan. I could oh. see a rum Manhattan. That might get a little sweet. You might have to mess with the vermouth. Yeah, to absolutely. Find like yeah, a... it might not be the same two to one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we we're talking about the dry Manhattan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you can you can get cute with that, and it's basically a Manhattan, but also not. All right. Um, with well, a sorry, I'm I'm consulting my uh, one of my. Gift from Santa. Honestly, this year. I like to think of like when you talk about like darker rums. Like I like to think about like, well, what do you do with a dark with a bourbon for a cocktail? You know what I mean? Like a lot of those things, you can do it similarly. You just have to modify it a little mm-hmm. bit because of of the sweetness. And usually with rum, it's usually if you're if you're subbing rum for whiskey, cut back on sugar, and Absolutely. you will find yourself a balanced cocktail. Absolutely, yeah. You like there's ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. I've got I've got a couple of cocktails. I'm just consulting one of my. My fun cocktail books. That's quite the time. I just saw Dark and Stormy. Oh, yeah, I Dark do. and Stormy I is do one. Like me a Dark and Stormy. A, a, a painkiller. This would be good in that too. Ooh, Dark and yeah. St- I feel like Dark and Stormies, as much as I like appreciate what they are, like you, it's hard to find the right balance of Dark cocktail and, and yeah, like it's it's kind of hard to figure out the right combination. Here's a, here's of a crazy cocktail called Airmail, which involves rum and champagne and honey syrup. Yeah. Wow. A lot going on there. Um, that's a uh, yeah. That's like a very. Uh, this book is That's great. a Sex in the City <laughs> cocktail right there. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm all set on that. I don't need that one. <laughs> if you're doing a champagne cocktail, get a French 75. Ooh, or the Which are delicious, by the way. The old Sealbach cocktails. Mm. If you get a good French 75, that is good. Now, now yeah. this Planter's Punch, I would definitely use this rum in, which is, it calls for one and a half ounces of dark rum. Mm-hmm. I would use that with pineapple juice, orange juice, lime juice, and simple syrup. You know, oh, yeah. That's a classic rum punch mm-hmm. right there. I feel like mm-hmm. we should have like a mojito party. Because, like, I, we have so many rums that we could use mojitos for. <laughs> well, that's when you're going to do your tropical party. Or, or just, yeah, we're just going to do a, a a tiki party or a rum cocktail party. There is or, a, tro- yeah, tropical. Tro- yeah, sorry, tropical party. Canceled. Sorry, everybody, tropical party. <laughs> you know what place would have been able to really fuck around with this rum in a cocktail? And God, ble- God rest its soul, Lost Lake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. yeah. We're, all, we're all dealing with the recent closure of Absolutely our Absolutely, we are. I I I put my body on the line to get some stuff from Lost Lake. <laughs> yeah, you, she only you lost three fingers. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Part not many ear. people would sell themselves. Yeah, but to, to Jenny's credit, just to give the, the listeners some background, <laughs> so Lost Lake closed, but they were uh, doing basically a garage sale type thing. Yeah. So hold on, let's go back further. Lost Lake is a wonderful was was a wonderful rum bar in um, Chicago that did. Beautiful tropical cocktails. They're like and a tropical getaway in it was the middle like, of a cold city. It was, yeah, it was awesome. And they did not survive the pandemic. And so they decided to have a rummage sale for a couple of days. Rummage? That's what they, that's how they described it. Oh my God, I just got that. Um, and uh, Oh my God, I, I also just got it. To be fair, they didn't say really like, good. They didn't like do any emphasis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, that, 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 was, that was good. So, we, so I got there 15 minutes before they were opening and did not get into it. I waited outside in 12 degree weather 
which is probably actually like real feel. Real feel negative five. And yeah. for our listeners outside the states, that's Fahrenheit. Yeah. yeah so that's real feel negative thirteen C. Oh, it was beautiful. Um, and finally got in to buy a couple of their bottles of rum. Oh my god, it was a lot. That being said, I'm glad I did it, but I'm also glad that I'm indoors now. <laughs> we will definitely, definitely miss uh, that great bar and oh, all the stuff they did with good. So good. Rest them. Yep. Speaking of rum, though, we are now pouring a nice pour of one more of South Florida's um, rum options. Yeah, so this was cool because, uh, as we said, they do a lot of contract work. So this was a rum that someone had commissioned them to make and then didn't pay for. Oh, yeah. So they kept it, and they're selling it as pirated rum. I love the label. <laughs> the label. Littles, so the label. Pi- pirated rum. The label. So it's funny. Like I feel like a lot of people who were doing pirated rum would do like pirates in terms of like, you know, like Florida pirates or like, you know, the Jack Caribbean. Sparrow. But like, no, he, they went pirate. Like the internet pirate. The brand of pirated is like pirated as a, and they like stole like, I'm doing a bad job of this right now. Well, it looks it looks like internet pirated. It looks yeah, like the FBI pirated. warning. Yeah, it like, looks yeah, like it, what it, they told us not to do in the early two yeah. thousands when CDRWs exactly. came on the scene. It's like when Napster <laughs> became when Napster became yeah. illegal. Also, that's, to our that's Gen Z listeners, a CDRW is a disc that you laser imprint music onto. Don't worry about it. If you're listening to this ten years from now, yeah. Um, Anyways, we purchased a bottle of the pirated rum to bring back here because we thought. Honestly, it was more about the label than it was about the rum, but it was just like also just a cool story. Like, like what? Like yeah, like like yeah. what a funny thing to happen that like okay, like well now I'm selling this because these people didn't pay the bill, you know. And, and also <laughs> uh, talking to our guy, I forget his name. We have his business card somewhere, and I'm sorry, I, I don't have it in front of me. Um, but our the, our guy over here at uh, South Florida Stilling, who was great. He yeah, he was great, and he is he's the guy. Like he, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he was awesome. Flow rum guy. And if you guys listened to our. Uh, our Chambridge episode. He would like he'd like to co- collaborate, guys. If you boys are both listening, yeah. <laughs> uh, our cha- uh, Chambridge guy and South South Florida Stillers guy, like work together. You guys can do something. In all honesty, though, like I kind of understand why the Chambridge guy doesn't want to do that because he's so like he's the insistent. most off-putting no, individual you've ever met. You don't no, have to say it. No, we get it. No, 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 because he's insistent on like doing what his grandfather's recipe told him to do. You know what I mean? And like it's it's like it's a it's a traditional thing. There's no part of his grandfather's recipe where it said hang out and collaborate with other people. Yeah, I would I would argue though it'd be really cool. Absolutely, it would be it, cool. It'd be really cool if they had let's say a rum finished in that apple brandy barrel, something like that. Just throwing it out there. You know, I'm just trying to build bridges here. Uh, just a thought. But, I second uh, we, that. We, we love both of these South Florida uh, distillers, South Florida distillers. And like Jennifer, the only two that there are. There are there are more than that. Jenny. Are there? there are, yes. There yeah, are. We, okay. we Googled around. And, yeah, there, and are, there are more than that. Those are the, those are the two we went to. They used to make okay. more. I, I, we skipped over the, the other three because we thought I thought those two would be the best ones. Okay. And I feel confident in that decision now. I'm yeah. pretty happy with the choices mm-hmm. you've made. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is great. Anyway, this uh, pirated rum yeah. is in front of us. It smells like a, there's like almost like a chili or something like on the okay. nose. Okay. Not not much, but it's not like you know how like it doesn't I burn. Lots of fruit. Yeah, this tastes a lot lighter than the first rum, the white rum. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Much. I don't want to use the word basic, but yeah, it's a little more basic when it comes to a white rum, less funk, not bad by any means. Oh, no, no, not bad. What no, is no, that? No. 80 proof? Uh, I believe so. Yes. yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah, no, very, um, you know what? Very par for the course. This is, this is, hey, it's white rum. It's Let's good go. though. I mean, there's not like any real burn. It's honestly, yeah, it doesn't have that. It doesn't have any like antiseptic or like mm-hmm. uh, you know ethanol notes where it feels sterile or. It's very drinkable. Yeah, oh, I could yeah. I could drink nine of these. I think that's better than pretty much any like large uh, distilleries generic rum out there. Oh yeah, this, bl- oh, this blows yeah. away any like your basic stuff. Yes. Yeah. Do you feel like this? How would you? How would this go in a rum and coke? Oh, well, you put some coke with it, and then ice, and maybe a little, <laughs> no. lime, a little lime. I would I do mean, a twist of lime. Mm-hmm. A little lime. Then, then, it's, that, then it's a Kubali brain. It's classy. Just well, put I'm a aware. splash. No, I'm just, that's I'm exactly all... how I want to drink this. That, no, you I, nailed I it. think I think that that's what you would use this for. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This um, reminds me of our bounty rum episode, which Steve was on. Yeah. This reminds me actually a lot of the bounty white rum. Yeah. Very similar. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. This is this is the perfect rum for a rum and coke. Yeah. Absolutely. Good yeah. call, Jenny. That was good. Great. Great pick up there because that is. Although you gotta add that little, little bit of lime. The lime cells to it. make it classy. Because it's a Cuba Libre. Is it, that it's Cuba Libre, not a rum and coke. And you're drinking a cocktail. <laughs> not just high fructose corn syrup and rum. Yeah. Are we? Wait. Are we using the um, the Mexican coke? So I mean, it's sugar. Be. Oh, you yeah. should get your hands on one. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Well, not everybody shops at Costco every week. I get it. <laughs> Correct. That's yeah. So, uh, what was your guys' favorite? Let's uh, mm. let's talk about it. Um. I'm going to go back to the Fuego white rum. I thought that was my favorite. Honestly, like the idea, I don't, I don't see myself using the single barrel Fuego as much as I feel like you guys saw it. And I feel like I could use the Fuego, um, the white one, um, more for cocktailing. Come back to me. All right. Uh, well then I'm just going to double up on that because I could not agree more. Um, the single barrel was great. Deserves a shout out. The gin was fun, especially cause it's funky and weird and a little yeah. shady. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. But honestly, yeah, if I had to pick a favorite, it was that first white rum only because of its versatility. Like I want to play with it. Yeah. I, I want to just like make a bunch of different cocktails. I feel like we could find a bunch of good shit to use that for. Yeah. And, yeah. and we'll continue to find good shit. Whereas like over the time. single barrel, you and I and us will all enjoy samples of yeah. in the mm-hmm. days to come, but we will mm-hmm. be drinking it in small like tasters. Mm-hmm. But the, the white has like room to grow. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like there's more that we don't even know how we can use it yet. And exactly. we can find I'm, that. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited to I'm find that you, one Steve. cocktail. Yes. Hell yeah. Um, mine would be the single the single barrel fuego. I, I do like the I like your point on that. Both your both of your points on the the white rum. But you know, I just I like that addition of the barrel aging. Um I do obviously love rum, but this is Really nice. You can. I feel a lot more comfortable drinking it straight, but also I, a couple co- fun cocktails you can do with it. I agree. The first one will be better in a variety of rum, your basic rum cocktails, but uh, this aged one really did it for me. I um, I'm here for it. Uh, South Florida Distillers, you guys killed it on that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I'm excited. Really good stuff. So cool. I'm excited to see what's coming forward. John, do you have a pick? Yeah. Well, I do want to try what Jenny does with the unaged uh, rum. That it. I totally love that. I also agreed that the single barrel uh, rum 
it's just great on its own and it tastes beyond its ear. Um, but I want to, I want to shout out the gin. I was really impressed Hell with yeah. that to start. Good for you. <laughs> I think that a lot of distilleries, they don't know what to do with the botanicals. And so they they make a gin that's overpowering or, or doesn't do enough. Or this one, yeah. Underpowering. Right. Yeah. And this one is just really good in the middle. I think that it would taste amazing, not just on its own, but like mm-hmm. it really is a great base spirit for a lot of cocktails. So I, I really think that was the one that I appreciated the most. You know, it, that makes sense too because a place that offers a two-hour gin experience, yeah, knows what they're doing with the botanicals. They do that. I, I they do that. I would hope to to try that. Yeah, and I'm very curious to get uh, deep into how they're macerating. Like, do they macerate at different temps at different times? Well, that's that kind of private, all... you know. We'll, we'll see. But I can tell you that once once we hit a hundred thousand listeners, and uh, we we get that next tier of money, we're gonna. We're gonna take a trip down there and do a whole series of episodes in South Florida. And we are Absolutely. relatively close. Yeah, we're we're getting there. We're not quite there yet, but with your support out there, guys, tell your friends about the podcast, and uh, we'll, we'll get there. And then we can give you the that cool in depth content. Like, hey, we're we're live from South Florida Distillers at the Gin Experience. Let's go. Um, that's you know that's coming up as soon as uh, we get that hundred thousand listeners. We're, we're, you know, we're relatively close. We're right towards, around the corner. Yes. Hit that uh, like and subscribe button. You know when you're at Disney World you in the corner? You smash that subscribe button. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Um, all right, guys. Great. Um, I do have a, a one fun mailbag question for us today. Oh, we have mailbags today? Yeah, we do have a mailbag question today. Oh, my god. The mailbag's been pretty pretty hot lately. You got to reach deep in there to make sure that you're, you know, getting a good question out. No, absolutely. Um, let's see. We got a question from... I do try to pick them. I mean, this is a little bit cheating, but I do try to pick them that are relevant to the episodes we're doing, if possible. So this one actually worked out because we got it in this past week, and it, it's there's some rum involved here. So I'm happy that it, I can do this. Uh, Eric in Jacksonville um, asks, "What's your favorite rum cocktail?" Which is perfect because we just talked about rum for 25 minutes. Um, so let's go. I wasn't directed at anybody in particular. So let's go around the table. Everyone's favorite rum cocktail. I'm going to start with John. Um, what was it that Hemingway liked? The daiquiri? The Hemingway daiquiri is a specific daiquiri, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I like. There it is. There is boom. Jenny. I mean, I don't mean to be like super lame, but I really love like when it, if I'm like at like a, okay, I'm going back to when I was in Cancun earlier this year and we were at the pool bar all day and that's when I was, and that's when I was drinking, um, rum and diet Coke all day. I was not there. And... I but he was there for the aftermath. I mean, is there a more fancy rum cocktail that I enjoy? Probably, but like when it comes to like a go-to rum cocktail, rum and diet coke in a go. pool, right? Hell in a, yeah, in a pool by you know in Mexico. I, I appreciate the honesty <laughs> and simplicity in that. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> uh, Steve, what do you got? Uh, a specific cocktail that speaks to me, um, a place where I grew up, a new China restaurant, uh, just recently closed and they made a house Mai Tai that was out of this world. Just one of those perfectly balanced. As all things should be. Just remember to check your keys at the door. Like you don't, (laughs) you don't get to drive home after you start drinking Mai Tai's. At New China. And it, I think it's the best rum cocktail I've ever had. At New China. So it was a place in Fox River Grove, Illinois. Uh, that sounds like like five different places made up. I didn't know <laughs> yeah, so I, I come from the boonies. Don't look it up. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But uh, it's a really weird Chinese restaurant that made the best Mai Tai I've ever had in my entire life. So see, I, I would have to shout them out. Steve, is there any way you could get that recipe from them, do you think? Uh, maybe, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> can we task you for that? That's fantastic. Yeah, we can. I, I, I do know the owners. They're really nice folks. They might reopen is the word on the street. Oh, so, no, they're not open. That's good. That's the good the pandemic well, did, Jenny missed it. just like lost, like the I mean, pandemic no, no, did I'm, its I'm did excited its for them that they might reopen, but like I'm sad that they didn't, that they closed. That's yeah. what I'm worried about. It was a real bummer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Mai Tai because, <laughs> you know, I like umbrellas. I mean, Parker and I did enjoy a lot of Mai Tais on our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, yes, well, yeah, I, I highly recommend um, Monkey Pods in uh, Oahu. Yes. <laughs> every, <laughs> cocktail, every cocktail Jenny likes costs $3,000 to get. You know, hey, if you go at happy hour, it's, uh, if you look it's at only my, 10 bucks a day. If you, if you just look at my social media for the honeymoon, like it was mostly just drinks. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> I'm going to pick two cocktails, but I created this podcast. I can do whatever I want. Uh, <laughs> John was there too, but uh, we, <laughs> we we talked about this podcast for like six months before you finally were like, "Oh yeah, let's record what we're let, while we're drinking this. Let's record." <laughs> mm. on, like on a, on a cell phone, one of them. That was yeah, <laughs> and others just the computer. Yep. <laughs> so but, uh, so I have I have two rum cocktails that I'm gonna, I'm going to shout out for this. One is a more tropical one, and one is not. Uh, the first going tropical, a uh, painkiller. I knew that was going to be one of Absolutely yours. Absolutely love it. It's a great, Wait, it's can a you, great drink. Can you please tell us about um, that fresh nutmeg? Oh, my God. It's all about the fresh <laughs> nutmeg, as my father would tell you. If you listen to the podcast. He is so obsessed with uh, the fresh nutmeg. As he should be. So we, we discovered this cocktail when we visited the British Virgin Islands years ago. And uh, that is like that is where that cocktail was invented, where it is a combination of rum. Um, now, they have a specific rum they started with, but like you can use a variety of dark rums or age rum, whatever you want to do. Um, pineapple juice, orange juice, uh, cream coconut, and then fresh nutmeg on top. This is also like shaken before you put the fresh nutmeg on because that cream coconut is very thick. So you want to shake that up a lot or stir it significantly. But yeah, it's all about the fresh nutmeg. You get it? I bought a nutmeg grinder. I've got one. And it's a real thing. <laughs> he was like, that's not a real thing. No, it is a real thing. No, he bought it and it's specifically for the nutmeg and nothing else. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember after we got back from the British Virgin Islands, my father would we'd go out to places that had this cocktail, and he would bring his own like one f- nutmeg with him that he would. <laughs> what is run. a nutmeg? Is it like a cinnamon roll? Like what? No, it's no. like a nut. It is like it's a little nut. ball, like a. Oh like yeah, a, I've, I've got a whole jar of them. In yeah, here. Like, we'll, we'll show you. We'll after. show you. Yeah, is that legal? Okay. Yeah, no, it's yeah, hundred percent legal. But about uh, about yay big. I'm showing John how big a nutmeg is. It's like a dime. Is. And uh. Like a Brazil nut? It's all about mm. just that fresh nutmeg. Get the grinder over it on top of the, the topping there, and it is just delightful. And then my other uh, rum cocktail that I'm a big fan of, as everyone knows, is the rum old-fashioned. Mm. Um, with the right combination, the chocolate bitters, guys. I can't say enough good things about the Angostura chocolate bitters on the, in this cocktail. I would also like one-up you on that and say use a combination of there orange and chocolate bitters. You know what? I was ready to just come at you for one-upping me on our podcast. But you're not wrong. That's, 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 you, you agree with me, so yeah. 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 That, that, that actually does sound great. But I do love, I do love chocolate bitters in rum old-fashioned. Or like one or the other, or, you know, like... Mm. They're, like no, I kind of like the idea of the combo. I would utilize... I would, I would... I feel like, honestly, like most old fashions, even if you're doing a, a bourbon old-fashioned or a rye old-fashioned, whatever it is, I think that those two... I prefer orange mm. and chocolate bitters to regular bitters. Like Angostura, just... Yeah. Just, Angostura, yeah. Angostura. I actually think that it... It 
I'm going to try this tomorrow. No, there is something that's a little bit more fun about it. Um, is it kind of like one of those oranges that you get like in the package, the chocolate orange? <laughs> oh, that's those the are... flavor I'm thinking of, right? Like the yeah. chocolate orange. Uh, like... Important note, though, in a normal fashion, um, at, at minimum, have the simple syrup. You don't need as much. Mm-hmm. It's it's sweeter mm-hmm. than a bourbon's going to be. Absolutely. Oh, when you say have it, you mean like half it? Okay. Yeah, half, 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 half the recipe. Half, I mean, going he, a quarter. he said uh, it. He said it correctly, but you, yes, right, right, you, right, you, right. You, yeah. The, the ear, so, like half. It's hard to hear the L. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so. Half of what you normally do, maybe even less, depending on how sweet the rum is. Sweeter the rum. Now, if you're using like a Jamaican rum, which is actually great. Honestly, the Plantation Five Year Jamaican one mm-hmm. or the, the, the mm-hmm. Haimaka is great mm. for those. But uh, and they're our sponsor, not yet, but yeah, eventually. Yeah, working on, working on it. <laughs> but that's great. But you don't. But like the the less sweet the rum, the you can kind of alter it. If it's a really sweet rum, don't put any simple syrup in there. Yeah. Anyway, just the bitters. That, those those are my cocktails. Um, thank you for so much, uh, Eric and Jacksonville, for your question. And uh, guys, keep sending us the uh, the mailbag questions, and you can. Uh, How do they get to us? Well, you can find us uh, on Instagram at chai spirits guys and at Gmail at uh, chai spirits guys at Gmail dot com, and uh, give us your uh, your mailbag questions, your ideas for future episodes. We love hearing from you. And uh, yeah, guys, this was fun. Uh, check out South Florida Distillers; they're doing a great job. And uh, we'll see you next time here at Chai Spirits Guys.